Hello, and welcome back to XP Waste, where it's definitely been one whole week since our last recording session. Definitely. We would never lie to you about that. Hi, I'm Oxy. And I am Michael. Oh, I also definitely didn't forget to introduce my name after this. That that pause yeah. was totally intentional. You almost did. God, we're so close. we're so on top of it. We're so, so on top close. of it. But uh, I will say, yeah. I, I would hope by now people would know that you are Oxy. If you're would, listening to this episode, so. very first episode, right out the gate, please pause and go listen at least at least listen to the last episode where Oxy introduced himself just fine, and yeah. listen to us ramble about equipment rebalancing because baby you're getting a second dose of it let me just tell you oh yeah it's equipment rebalancing too equipment balanced Point i don't know two. i tried to make it sound epic but it, it really it really can't but little <laughs> a little side note for for the listeners and all that um contrary to what we said in the intro it has not been a week it's been Seven minutes since we stopped recording our last episode because, like we said, it's May. Yeah. So, as we mentioned in last week's episode, things are crazy for us both right now, so we did want to get a double episode out because somebody is moving. So, and by the time this episode is out, I will be in my new house. And yes, I will with be a, with a pregnant wife who will do her very best, and she will be awesome at helping unpack because she's a boss and she did great at packing. That's not sarcasm, please. That's 100% serious. Anyway, uh by the time this episode goes out, I'll be in my new office. We'll have potentially recorded next week's episode, maybe. I'm not we're not promising anything, but we had to do these back to back and change our clothes like nerds because we're just going to try in some banks and episodes. Nothing wrong with yeah. that, right? Yeah, which isn't, like, it's not going to be a normal thing. We like to keep up to date because, as we said last week, our game is ever-changing, weekly updates. So that's why I did want to address it. We were originally just going to go with the meme and, like, not, like, let you guys know. But we did talk because there has been talks recently about, like, like we talked about last week, the range meta. They're going to address it after the surveys that have come out. They're talking about, like, new wilderness things, and we just don't want it to seem like we have been ignoring new content, because any new content that has come out between this episode and last week's episode hasn't happened for us For us, yet. yeah. So, yeah, so we're not, we're not up to date, we're not fully with it yet. The only reason why this episode is not going to get aired is if a huge post comes out, if they decide to move forward... With the blowpipe nerf, mm -hmm. we're going to re-record the whole episode. <laughs> like, if they're like, all right, happy Monday, the nerf comes on Thursday, whole new episode. Or if they do a full poll blog for Raids 3 oh, that'd on be fun. Monday, yeah, we're just going to re-record this episode. I'm down. So if you're listening to this episode on our... Oh my god, I almost said OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> Can you imagine? Say, like, I was going to say Patreon, but we don't have one. It would just be pictures of, like, our animals that are only fans. We don't have a, a Patreon waste. yet. If that's something you guys and want, I, please let us know, because... Patreons cost money to upkeep. I don't want a Patreon. Yet. <laughs> but, you know, so if you're listening to this episode somewhere that's not the week of release, you know something big happened. If you are, congratulations, nothing big happened, but we don't know what happened. Yeah. So... 
we can speculate that maybe nothing will happen. Maybe yeah. <laughs> they'll just keep pushing things back like they have been. Yeah, who knows? Or we'll hear nothing. We'll get a content update. Yeah. That's about all I can confirm. So now that we've been brought up, or you guys have been brought up on what's happening, Michael, what are we talking about this week? Week. <laughs> I So we did want to continue the conversation of equipment rebalancing. But if you listen to the last episode, we kind of cut ourselves short because it, it's very, very easy to talk in circles. And we didn't want to do that for this episode. So we kind of split them up because there's a lot to say. There's a lot to mm -hmm. say around equipment rebalancing. It's a very relevant topic for RuneScape in 2021, early 2021. If somehow you're listening to this and it's like next year or 2022, you've kind of lived through it. But for us right now, this is the big topic. So what we kind of want to cover is what this has done to the RuneScape economy. Because that's something that's pretty important to all of us, right? Like, you need your in-game money to pay for membership, potentially. And if you don't have that money because bosses aren't pooping it out like they used to, then what are you going to do? Uh, are, the, are the drops that you're hunting still worth it? We'd argue that Zora drops are a troll drop. <laughs> Immortal, I'm looking at you. I literally just got an in-game message from him. The message <laughs> says, please talk about Zolger Uniques being troll and no! defending the position like an elitist. That's the Did exact DM I have on my screen right now. That's hysterical, dude. I love that. <laughs> but like that's a really good that's a really good Did transition. Really so see? like Oh my gosh. No, okay. This is this is a it says from him, please talk about Zolger Uniques being troll and defending the position like an elitist. Because after our free-to-play episode. Immortal is convinced that I'm an elitist. I don't agree. Stay the f away from me. I'm not going to give you 100k for your bond. Moving on. It's a really good transition into what we want to talk about, which is the price of boss uniques yeah. having universally gone down. And we mean uniques from, like, if we're going to use Zalra as an example, Tan's Fang, the Magic Fang, and the Visage have all gone down, but so have Zalra scales. Mm -hmm. Other than the Jar of the Swamp, which has never really held any value, and the Uncut Onyx, which has a lot of other factors that play into its price, not just boss drop rates, Yeah, all the uniques have gone down. You can see the same thing for a boss. The Dragon Pickaxe has gone down in price. Superior Dragon Bones and Vorkath's uniques have gone down in price. A DFS is like 2.5 mil. At the time of this video, Avernix are like 45 mil. Arcanes have been well under a mil. Arcane prayer scrolls, not mm -hmm. the, the sigils. sigils. The and twisted bow, the, Oxy. The I twisted bow. I was just about to say, the biggest one, the twisted bow is under, under one, bill one bill. For the first time ever. I'm actually going to look it up on the GE thing on Runelight right now. Sorry for the clicking. Twisted bow. I'll keep you guys occupied. So It is... Go ahead. It is 980 <laughs> mil. Oh, gosh. Which, like, is still a shitload of money. Yeah. But oh, it's not seven digits anymore. That's crazy. Like, I, don't, I can't afford one, but, like, yeah. that's nuts. Like, a couple weeks ago, it was at, like, 1.03. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's like a 50 or 60 mil price decrease. That's insane. So, prices have gone down. Michael, you have done boatloads of research. I wouldn't say boatloads. What's, what's happened? So what is happening is the question, right? So 
mm-hmm. the RuneScape economy, you could argue that the lack of content over the years has caused most of the items that people are grinding, going for, getting from bosses, apart from things like that can be botted <laughs> or crafted, things like that, boss uniques, they've been steadily on the decrease. That's normal. It's normal for a game that's been around for eight years to not maintain inflation. You know, over time, no item sinks cause items to become uh, very, very plentiful. And when there's a lot, Mm -hmm. we know economics, right? Supply and demand, you know, if you have teams who are constantly killing bandos, getting bandos uniques, even though they are supposed to be rare, people get lucky and you have a lot of bandos chest plates. You have a lot of tacits coming into the game. And how honestly, when's the last time you bought a second pair of tacits? Probably never. Unless you're weird <laughs> and you want a placeholder for your tacits, it's unlikely that you've you've had to buy a new pair of tacits because RuneScape's not one of those games that like items degrade very often. And if they do, you can usually pay to repair them. And that's only a money sink. That's not saying, you know, your Barrows items are going out of the game because they're not. They're still there. Barrows has been around for a long time. That's why Guffins used to be super expensive. It, it had a use, but I will argue that the price of, of these niche items, these pr- the price of, of more common items, everything's going down. And that's simply due to the lack of content. I wrote a note as I was watching like market market analysis videos and different things like that. So the lack of new content is causing people to do content less because they're bored. But on the flip mm-hmm. side of that, people are also doing that same content more. It's kind of weird to think about, but it makes sense, at least in my head. You have people who are just bored of the game. They're not playing. And you also have people who love the game, like me and you, Oxy. And we would sit there and just keep redoing the same boss, getting the same drops, thus causing those items to just keep flooding in the game. And this is made worse by the equipment rebalancing because people are either just dumping their items because they're like, okay, well, I'm going to lose money on them anyway. So people are quitting, people are dumping. or it's like, this isn't going to have a use for me after the nerf. I don't even want it. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things, I think, that we could, we could, you know, again, talk in circles. But those were the things that I've noticed as far as economy-wise. Now, botting, if we're not talking about uniques, we are talking about botting. We had a whole episode about, you know, RWT and what that has done to the economy. And that continues to put pressure on the economy to pump gold into the game through uh, whatever means necessary, whether it's you are killing revenants or that used to be a thing, but like bossing does have a huge, a huge uh, role in the RWT community as well as staking because like you can't stake if you don't have gold, where are you going to get the gold? Can't just generate it. So Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts here, buddy? I mean, it's, like, I, I I think you're right. A lot of the content that has items used everywhere has been out for a while, you know? With, like, a few exceptions that have alternate 
sinks to them. Like, and a, a good exception is the Abyssal Whip that mm-hmm. still sits at a pretty cozy, like two, 2.5 mil. Yeah. Roughly. And that's because of the tentacle. I think when you degrade a tentacle whip, you either get the whip back or you get the tentacle back. I'm really not sure. I haven't, I have never degraded a tentacle whip fully to tell you. Same. So I could be (laughs) mistaken either way, but because the tent whip exists and because like when it's gone, part of it or all of it is gone. It's not like Barrows, you know, it's, it's just out of the game that keeps the price of whips high. But items like Bandos, or not Bandos, kind of, well, yeah, no, not Bandos, Barrows, for example, that do degrade, which, fun fact, they only degrade because when they were released in 2000, 2005, 2006, uh, the devs were worried that tier 70 armor would be too OP over dragons, so they had to make them degrade to balance them out against dragon when they first came out. That's exactly why Barrows items degrade. <clears throat> That's why if you look at higher tier items, uh, some of them don't degrade and some of them do. And they've kind of kept that same concept, you know, other than I'm trying to really think of like high level stuff, other than like the Lance and the Kodai, you know, think of like a best in slot weapon that doesn't either cost an extortionate amount of money or doesn't have some sort of charge. Sang Staff, Nightmare Staff, Volatile Orb is expensive, Inquisitor's Mace is expensive, uh, Scythe is both expensive and takes charges. Best um, of both worlds. The, the Blood Fury has charges to it. You know, a lot, like, that concept of, like, we have to balance it out with making it degrade or making it cost charges still, yeah. still hangs on. Which is a good way of doing things, because it does create some sort of item and or GP sync. Mm-hmm that helps those items maintain some value yeah you know like a good a a, a good example and also a very bad example at the same time of an item sync is prayer scrolls from raids those could have been way different as far as the value if within months of raids coming out like people were just upset at the drop rate it's like wow we need these to be in the game more often and now you look at them and they're considered toilet paper. Like that's literally you get a you get a purple a, a purple chest at, at Chambers of Xerix. And if it's anything like if it's if it's a prayer scroll, you're like, oh my gosh, troll drop. Yeah. So those could have been very different because you use them once, yes, but they're out of the game. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of a it's kind of a balance, I think, when it comes to item sinks that are that are inherent in their use or gold sinks to repair items one thing i would love to see in the game is an invisible item sink and this was i don't remember where this was proposed or how i learned about it i think it might have been from a modcast but they were talking about just simply removing items from the game invisibly and here's how it would work so you would Get a drop from Bandos. Say, we'll use the chest plate. Bandos chest plate, you get it as a drop. Unless you're going to wear it and use it for yourself, you're most likely going to sell it on the Grand Exchange. There's not a great deal of people who go and they sell their items to other players because that's... It's 2021. That's not really a thing anymore. You're probably just going to dump it in the GE. So what they would want to happen is they would identify items 
either on a weekly or quarterly basis to identify a sink for. And, and this is just an example. So let's say 10% of those chest plates would be deleted, but you would still get the GP for them. So when you go to sell it, it doesn't go to another player. Like it doesn't go into the, the stock of items that then just get recirculated. It gets deleted, but you still get the GP. You still get the reward from it. That A has less Bando's chest plates in the game, but it doesn't, it doesn't hurt the player in the sense that like, well, now you just, you lost, like there's a 10% chance that you're just going to lose your item and there's going to be no money rewarded. No, I mean, they have enough of a, they have enough of a money sink, I think with, with the grand or so the dual arena tax and they could impose a grand exchange tax that could happen. I think there's enough of a money sink in the game to kind of combat 10% of the chest plates leaving the game. Now, Oxy looks a little worried. I can't wait to hear what you think. To me, that sounds like artificially inflating prices and creating a huge bubble in the RuneScape economy because presumably since Jagex would be the ones directing this invisible item sink, they're pumping gp for no reason into the economy so while the temporary price increase might be nice either the trend is going to be the opposite and then you have a wealth gap that becomes immeasurable between some players you know you talk about the nerfs like when the nerfs first came out it was both like a meme and like a legitimate suggestion Mm -hmm. it was like just get a twisted bow forehead. Yeah, like I heard that. It's really I heard easy. that argument. I, oh, I'm gonna. I, f- I forgot the exact math. A twisted bow at the time is like two hundred times more expensive than the blowpipe. It is because well, the blowpipe was what like two point five three mil at the time. Mm-hmm. Like an item that is that much more expensive. Just be like oh yeah, like make that a thing. I remember when I got my first bullpipe, it was around 4.55 mil. And I like had just enough money to buy it, mm-hmm. but it took me forever to buy it because I didn't have money for Zulra scales or darts. And I went to go buy it and realized, oh shit, this has an upkeep cost. <laughs> it's also why I haven't bought a Sang staff yet. Cause it's cause like I could sell things and get a Sang, which would be super helpful. Like Zulra and Scorpia, but I don't have the money for the vials of blood. Right. To, to continually justify the vials of blood, that is. So just to tell a player, like, hey, you've got five mil cash, buy a billion dollar item. Like, that's the wealth gap there gets immense. And it goes, like, the Tebow and the, the Blowpipe are an example, but what happens when it becomes about your next best weapon upgrade? Mm-hmm. What happens when there are too many tentacles in the game? So now... The tent whip goes from a 500k upgrade to a 12 mil upgrade, and you lose out on that DPS because you can't afford a tentacle and you don't have 87 Slayer. What happens when armor becomes that huge wealth gap? You know, because now people have all this money, they just like to insta buy things. So you just yeah. put tap, tap, tap up 15%. You know, there are more factors that go into increasing items like that. I think this invisible gold sink is a really great way to either severely inflate, definitely severely inflate, possibly completely destroy 
the economy. I like the idea of having less items in the game, but I think doing it artificially and just giving players the full value while deleting the item. Yeah. Whoo, well, I, think, I think you're really. I, ugh, my I counterpoint to that. It. My counterpoint is it doesn't even like, okay, if you're thinking about it in a, in a 10%, that's a lot. I mean, that's one in 10. That's 10 in 100. That's a lot. It could be like 0.001%. It could be something at that point, as... Why bother? Why bother? Because the health of the economy in the next 5 to 10 years depends on there being less items in the game. You have to think of RuneScape mm. 3 as an example. If RuneScape 3 was able to continue as it was, they would have to keep developing... I mean, they've had to keep developing ways to sync items. They invented a, like, not invented, but they developed an entire skill called invention to to sync items into it. So if you want to think about the health of old school RuneScape, in five to ten years, if nothing happens, your Bando's chestplate oxy could be worth, like, two mil. Like, it's already trending in that way unless something happens to say... We want players to keep getting these items, but we want less of them. And if you were to say, okay, you're fine with the Bando's chestplate being two mil, well, then now the entire economy has to be brought down to compensate for that being so cheap. One thing that really made me think was like, okay, the Twisted Bow is 980 mil, but does that, does that also correlate? to the value of, of your gold piece? I don't think it does. I think the Twisted Bow is just as valuable. I just think the value of the gold piece in RuneScape is worth less. Because you got to think, has your bank value... like Because in RuneLight, in RuneLight, we can see our bank value. Has it gone up with the price of the Twisted Bow coming down? No. Your bank value has gone down, but you've not sold a single thing. That's because the the value as a whole in the economy has gone down to match the value of these items going down. Prior to 2021, the Twisted Bow has been one of the most stable items in the game, fluctuating between 1.1 and 1.5 bill. Not 1.1, 1.01 and 1.05 bill mm -hmm. for years. I mean, obviously when it came out, it was like max cash. Like <laughs> So was the scythe. Like, yeah. For a while... A lot of weapons have trended around the same price. Mm -hmm. To see such a stark decrease tells me that runes, like, it is losing value. It might not lose play, like, it's losing monetary value. Mm -hmm. It's not using use value. Like, the T-Bow is still gonna, it can mean the difference between your Infernal Cape or better luck next time. It still has the power. But GP has deflated quite a bit, from my understanding, in 2021. And there have been all sorts of reasons. The equipment rebalancing is, again, certainly a big one. Mm -hmm. Because we can bitch all day and night about botting. I'm pretty certain there are two people on the anti-cheating team. Two or three. There are like a hundred thousand people logged in at any given time. They ban like a, a one or two thousand bots a day. 
So they try, and there's also gold farming accounts. So like bots are a problem, but bots are innumerable compared to the amount of people trying to stop them at Jagex. Which isn't, again, a fault of Jagex, it's just a limit they have to face. But, like you've mentioned earlier, this equipment rebalancing, it is having a severe effect on the value of these items, because more of them are being brought into the game. And I think it's affecting the monetary value, because people's bank values are going down, and it's the, the price of the gold is it's, it's plummeting. I'm sure if we went to a black market website right now, which we're not going to do, and we don't recommend you do. If we went to a black market website and looked up the price of RuneScape Gold, it would probably be less than what it has been in the past couple of months. I uh, I was talking to somebody in Discord, and I can confirm it is very cheap. I'm not going to give a number because I don't want to encourage the idea of it, but it is... It's bad. It's not bad that it's cheap. I don't really... I don't really care about the price of gold in in real world value because that to me does not affect my gameplay and I would rather not see that be a uh, be a thing but I think you're right the the value of GP within the RuneScape economy not not speaking about how much money you can get IRL for it but just the the value of a gold piece in RuneScape is it's worth a lot less and it I I think it's going to change I think there is a definite horizon that we are looking forward to. Now, the the thing you got to think about is do you want to be on the other side of this with some investments? Here's what you don't do. <laughs> you don't buy a scythe for 564 mil like I did and then watch it decrease in value by 30 mil and just, oh, I'm so pissed. Once again, though, like the scythe has potential to go up because cha- I think challenge mode top passed. Oh, nice! And I promise you, the week of release, scythe is going to shoot up. That's what I'm hoping. I mean, that's honestly challenge mode top. It's hard for us to get completions with one or two scythes. Mm-hmm. I would bet it's impossible to complete a challenge mode top without at least three or four. Yeah, or like everyone in the party having one, depending on the scaling. So I would guess the price of a scythe does increase. And but the, recolor, the counterpoint is... The recolor is also going to, I think, boost it a little bit. Like, if you didn't have a scythe, yeah. but you got... I don't know. I think that's going to. I think that's definitely going to boost it up a little bit. Yeah, it definitely might be a little bit of a motivator. Um, but then again, a mutagen isn't what keeps the price of a visage up. Right. Zolra uniques are tied to Zolra scales, and the more people getting Zolra scales, the more the price of the items go down because like for a while it was actually more profitable to dismantle the items that you got. I'm not saying like recently, but there was a period of time in RuneScape where you could make you money. made a little bit more money dismantling fangs and visages for scales. Yeah. Not a ton. It wasn't like you're making mills, but like instead of 2.6 mil, you might be making 2.65 or 2.7. Mm-hmm. Off a Tanzanite thing. You don't get that anymore because Zolra items are tied to scale prices. Zolra is a shitty example because between Zolra scales and chaos runes <laughs> and jars <laughs> being basically worthless, like the, the items just gonna keep going down. Zolra is also heavily botted and heavily gold farmed, so it's not a great example of like a boss that should be sustainable because like those items are just 
keep getting pumped into the game. One thing I did think of uh, whenever I was trying to like, okay, what is a compromise? Because we talked about last week, we talked about the blowpipe and everybody's fears of like, is this going to be a viable weapon? The flip side of that is, is Zora going to be the money snake? <laughs> like, are we going to want to say like, hey, how do I make, how do you make money? Go kill Zora. That won't be a thing. Immortal has it's somewhat it's, of a point. It's already, it's already not a thing. Like even with the price, even with the price of superior dragon bones dropping to, I got in my log. Where are they? They're like eight point five k a piece. Like they are not. Oh my god! Yeah, superior dragon bones are eight point eight k. They used to be upwards of ten k. Mm-hmm. Just a few months ago, in like January, even with you know the king to Zolra's queen. Vorkath, the you money know, dragon. Vorkath's, yeah, unit prices are going down too. But yeah. like, Zora has seen such a violent decrease in value that like it's not a money maker. The uh, what I was going to say, the flip side to the uniques not being worth any money is they could turn around and just buff the drop table, the normal drop table again, to say, okay, you know, we still want you guys to have some sort of mid to mid game money making let's call it that let's buff the drop table again but that that definitely rewards gold farming and botting which i i don't it, want to it reward does. it and it it also crashes skilling supplies and crashes other items yeah like like a heart like a potentially harmless addition would be buff the chaos rune drop to a thousand chaos runes a piece mm-hmm which doesn't sound like much because chaos runes aren't super valued, but when you increase the amount that come into the game to that degree, you decrease the price of onyxes, because that's what onyx are tied to. Yeah, are chaos runes. If you don't know, so like I was just gonna quickly go over this. You can sell your chaos runes in a store that's in the Tazar for uh, tokel, and then you turn around and you buy an onyx from the gem shop, gem shop with that tokel. So it's definitely a moneymaker. Like if you sit there and you buy enough chaos runes for the right price, you can turn a small profit, turning it into an onyx. But like you have to be very patient. Yes. And it's a small profit yeah. because they are immediately correlated right now. Yep. I bet. You know what I'm going to do right now? What I'm going to go on the wiki. O-S-R-S. Tanzanite Fang. Because there's a calculator at the top. So right now... To give you an example of how some of these items are tied together, the Tanzanite Fang can be turned into 20,000 Zolra scales, which results in a profit decrease of 47k. It's not that much. It's really, it's really not that much, considering it's, you're going from 1.587 to 1.540. It's not a terrible amount. When you're talking about an item as common as Chaos Runes affecting something as important as the Amulet of Fury, with yeah. the amulet of blood fury it should be it should be inconsequential <laughs> we should be able to have chaos runes in the game without another item being affected as such but that's the world we live in because you know i whatever was then you just early don't give two- iron man furies and that's <laughs> early 2000s they didn't really care i don't think they really expected this to be a thing where we would be talking about in 2021 the value of a chaos rune being tied to the value of an onyx you know that game where it's like, what does this have in common with this? Make a connection. You would never, eh, you would never think, oh, they're tied together somehow. They are. 
You gotta remember back in the day though, the boss drops were dog shit. Go kill KBD. Tell me what your loot per hour is. Go kill Cal Fight Queen. Because the Dragon Chain Body is less than 200k. Anything pre God Wars dungeon has a shit loot table. Absolute shit loot table. Which was on purpose because garbage loot with that $40 million Bandos Tacit drop motivates people to come do that content. Right. Back in the day, the Draconic Visage would make people shit themselves. A dragon chain body was your <laughs> infernal max cape back in the day. Yeah. So, like, there was, it a, wasn't... there was a balance. Like, you're not killing this boss for hours and hours and hours to receive a drop that's worth... I mean, how much is the chain body now? Like, less than a mil? Less than 200... Less than 200k. Okay, I didn't know. I mean, less than 200k. So... You're talking about some some developers who thought, oh man, this is end game content. Let's not reward them too heavily. Well, back in the day, the Dragon Chain body was your twisted bow. Mm -hmm. And the if you look at the drops from these monsters, like Giant Mole drops like a mithril plate body. Mm -hmm. KBD has like seven hundred iron arrows and four hundred air runes. Yeah. I've killed Calfight Queen a total of eight times, so I don't even know it's on her drop table, but like you know, you've seen the drops that come from these places. Like they're not super valuable they don't bring enough into the game to hurt valuable items mm -hmm. iron arrows have never held value right air runes have never held value because there's trillions of them in the game yeah but when you get bigger bosses and their troll drops are 500 chaos runes and they're farmed five million times a day because their other items are good yeah then you bring in the items it's like it's like a butterfly effect now because of the existing mechanics in the game. So the, the devs have to be conscious of that going forward. Mm -hmm. And like we said in the RWT episode, it also really hurts the price of skilling supplies. Magic and you longbows are a pretty good way to make money, but they used to be better. You know? And those because... have only stuck around because of the price of their high alk. That's literally yeah, it. 100%. The price of rune 100%. today is only there because of its high alk value. And even if you look, a lot of the items, like I have an MSB and a Magic Longbow in my loot tab, they're both worth less than their high alk. You know, they're not, the difference is not worth more than a nature rune. Right. Or it's barely worth more. Right. It's like a negligible cost. Yeah. It's high alk plus a nature rune is their value. Like the difference of their GE price to their high alk is roughly a nature rune and five fire runes. Roughly is the difference. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not the reverse, where, like, the Abyssal Whip valued at 2 point something mil with a high elk value of 60k. It's never going to be the reverse. You're never going to have a 60k whip, or, like, the Avernic Defender hilt is never going to fall below 1 mil. Yeah. Because that's what it elk's for. You know what it is? You know what game the Abyssal Whip is 60k? RS3. RS3. Because they have... The whip came out when? 2004? They have, like, 17 years of additional content that like it's stacked on top yeah like i think in their game like the whip is our dragon scimitar that makes sense it's like a good like yeah cool buddy you made it did they lower like, did they lower the slayer requirement to get it or no is it... but they have tier 95 armor yeah i didn't know that And people have been getting whips in rs3 for <laughs> long time. 17 years <laughs> long time. and that goes back to my point roxy it's like we have to, we don't have to, it would behoove 
the game to implement some sort of uh, sync. Whether that is the Grand Exchange Invisible Sync or whether it is a legitimate, um, some sort of item sync, it's like this economy is not going to thrive or survive. Like, there's not a way that we can just level out and say, you know what? This is a good balance between, um, like, upper class and lower class. Like, we have a middle class. You can't. It, It has to go one way or the other. We either have to get to the point where we have enough sinks in the game that the whip stays at two mil, which if they release more content, that's naturally just going to go down. It's not about the the amount coming into the game, but we're going to get to the point where the whip is going to stay around two mil and be useful, or it's going to be at alc value. There's not really a yeah. middle ground. And again, that's just that's just an example. If we look at another item, the Abyssal Dagger, 2.92 mil. I can remember like, when those were like nine mil. Yeah, because more of them have come into the game. Yeah. While they're incredibly rare from Abyssal Demons, they're not rare from Sire. Sire. And while I don't think Sire is very heavily botted because you need a Slayer task and it's Sire. Yeah. Um, you still get enough Unsired, and it's common enough from the Unsireds that enough people have done it because Sire's been out for what? 2014, 2015? I guess to the point on item sinks, the sink has to be worth it. Like, the tentacle is worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's a worth it item sink. Well, it's not, like, the difference between, you know, a U short bow and a twisted bow. It's still significant, and it's still worth enough to do it. You know what's keeping with the, it coming into the, the tentacle game. whip alive, though? It's staking. If there wasn't a dual arena, how many people would really bother with a marginal upgrade for a weapon that they're barely going to use? The tent whip really is only viable and has a significant use because people are using it. <laughs> sorry. If you're watching the video version. YouTube, YouTube people, YouTube. I'm so sorry. Yeah. She threw a tantrum and I had to let her in. Aww. So, Everybody, this, I is, guess this B. is B. B, say hello. Be as a kitty Howdy cat. Howdy, little lady. She's a very temperament. Like, I'm just wa- I'm just waiting for the, like, oxy cuts out because B steps on your, your power cord again. <laughs> my God. She steps on my power button on my computer all the time. It happened when he was streaming one time. It was so funny. It was fantastic. Demon. But. Yeah, so the yeah. tent whip, again, it, it really only has a... It's only viable still in the game because because of I really staking. never even I really never even considered that because it was taken. It makes sense, but I just like. I mean, you could argue that a tent whip is the best thing to bring if you don't have like a rapier or a blade of Salvador or a a side. It, it is, but like, but like, look at other weapons. Like, look at the price of both your mid tier and your best in slot tier items. Like, look at the price of. Oh my god, that, there it is right there. The price of a cudgel, mm-hmm. your mid-level crush weapon, um, has gone from a mil when I got it like a year ago as a drop from Seragnus down to like two or three hundred K. Yeah. The bludgeon last year when uh Nightmare came out was forty five mil. Yeah. Now it's twenty four mil. Oh, wow. The big one, if we're talking crushed weapons. I mean, I don't know the exact price of Inquisitor's Mace right now, but I know that's gone down. But, like, a Warhammer's 35 mil. 
That's insane. Warhammer is pretty cheap. Yeah. So you bring up a really good point that like the item sync for the tent whip is staking. Yep. Because people get rid, they dismantle them and they sell them to stake again. That's wow. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> huh. That's nuts, dude. I never even thought of that. So like, I guess to my point of needing a sink that's worthwhile, how do you find that? Because we're not going to get a new skill. We're not going to get invention. It's not coming to OSRS. I would doubt this game ever gets a new skill because of the way the player base is. Yeah. I would bet money on I would I would bet money on not getting a new skill, but like there's still that that 1% chance that sailing gets pulled and people just do it for the meme and do it for the nostalgia. It could happen, but like you're you're absolutely right. If a significant sink is not added, or the I was gonna say this earlier, the whole reason I think that the economy is is just on a downward cycle, partially due it could be partially due to trust in Jagex and players as a whole are losing trust in the game. So then it just the whole the value of the game could be less i don't know that's that seems maybe a little far-reaching but you talk to a lot of pvmers and they're just not happy and when people aren't happy things it, it has consequences we keep mentioning our friend immortal but he's probably the most outspoken when it comes to the value of these items versus the effort and the prestige that they're supposed to have and when you have somebody like that who is a is a very dedicated pbmer who is just not happy with content it has an effect on the economy it's there so if jagex can do something and that something would be content if they can start to release things that make sense that make people happy again that make people want to play this game i think we're going to see a turnaround that doesn't require any sort of gold sink or item sink or any sort of sink. It's just, you know, they always say like, if mom is happy, everyone's happy. Mom in this situation is the player base. If the player base is happy, everyone's happy. Yeah, which to, to like we said last week, it's going to be hard pressed to get content out that's good mm -hmm. with the time frame that we have between now and Leagues 3. but. And again, take this with a grain of salt, what I'm saying, because two days ago, so when this episode comes out, two days prior, they've likely released a new poll blog mm -hmm. or a new blog post at this point. Um, I can't, I can't stand her. I'm not even going to cut this part out. I can't. She's so cute. I can't stand her. You want attention? <laughs> uh, to catch you guys up on the audio, his cat is now in the background messing with all this stuff. It's just kind of cute and distracting. She's an asshole. <laughs> she has no cares that we're recording <laughs> she really the podcast doesn't. right now. <laughs> she, well, like, she was like screaming bloody murder outside. God, I love this cat so much, but she's such a dick. Um, I have completely lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? Oh, right. Right. So... But before the interruption from the cat, which I'm sure there'll be another one really soon, what I was trying to say was we need a snippet of something because oh, yeah. I don't think we're going to get full content out by between now and Leagues 3, between clans, group Iron Man, and combat achievements and nerfs. Right. 
we're not going to get new bossing content. Unless they have something that's almost done, it's not going to happen. Right. But we need a piece, a, a, a crumb. Please, sir, may I have a crumb <laughs> of a, knowledge? Just a little teaser. About, please. About the next boss, where, where it's going to be, just... what it's going to be based on. The skeletal wyvern boss, perhaps the fossil island. Please, sir. Give us a concept art something? for Rage 3. Concepts. Just, like, don't even tell us what it is. Just give us a concept. Which, like, I, I understand is really hard to do when it's not pulled. Yeah. I understand it's really, really, really hard to do when it's unpulled. You want, like, you want a fun little snippet of, like, what happened before everything was fully fleshed out? Go look up the pull blog to figure out what the new Snake Boss released in January of 2015's name was going to be. They didn't even have a name for the boss. My goodness. They had to pull it. Whoa. Some of the names are, some of the names are gross. Oh. I didn't know that they pulled the name. They pulled the name. Wow. Thank God Zolra won. Because the other ones were like Baffert or Lawerniel or something. I hate that name so much. I'm sorry. They really blew it with Lawerniel Draken, and now I'm back on the train. I'm going to keep getting pissed off about it. I'm going to be pissed off about it. You cannot have a villain. It doesn't matter. You can have a villain that is the combination of Dolores Umbridge, Donald Sutherland from The Hunger Games, Handsome Jack, uh, Captain Del Rio from Halo 4 and the asshole from Captain America and the Winter Soldier. It could be a combination of all those, all those, all those people. If you name him like Hubert Pumperdink, it doesn't matter. So why you chose Lawerniel as, unless it has some sort of cultural significance to, to British people or like the Gower brothers knew a Lawerniel. That I don't like. If I come off as an asshole, I'm sorry. This is I don't think creatively outside looking in. <laughs> I don't think that was creatively the best choice to right. name the head of the Draken household, Lawerniel Draken. It's, it's a circling back to what we were talking about. Yeah. Jagex, <laughs> please give us some at least like here are our concepts. Like this is not a full poll blog. Like remember what you did with Temporos when. Not when you released the first poll blog when the community was like, boo, fishing Todd. When one of the mods was like, oh yeah, we have a fishing boss planned. And mod Kieran went, shut the f*** up. Because <laughs> like, we weren't supposed to say that you know yet. You could. You like, could follow all the trends of major tech companies. And you have strategic like rumor releases. Like you, 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 you kind of just hint at it. You, you give people who you know will talk information that you want to strategically leak that's the word leak just leak it like give give your high level content creators like get them in a zoom call and be like guys leak this information and then they talk about it in streams and then it blows up and it creates hype you need some and the thing is like old school's marketing team is amazing you remember the advertisements for leagues they ought, they like created a new soundtrack that had all these epic trailers and shit like that. Do you remember like all the concept art they've released? Um, they had all those promotional videos before Nightmare. Mm -hmm. It was like, don't go to sleep. It was like the whole thing. Sleepwalkers it was, like, scary. in the game. It was, it was scary. Like they had the promotional content for Nightmare was really good. 
shame the boss is not fun in my opinion <laughs> but like the promotional content was really good when they released darkmire they got their content creators involved they made fun of settled they're like oh this is barrow's chest twenty five thousand. And they're like, when are you going to be done? He's like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, we have to put Darkmire here. Like, <laughs> they do a really good job of marketing. So I know they have the talent. They just need the okay from the people up top yeah. to give the community something. And I, I think I'm not saying rush content. I know it sounds like me bitching. I'm not saying rush content. Like, I like the way they've approached the nerfs where instead of ripping the Band-Aid off, they've really slowly broken it up and like, done it piece by piece yep i really like that and i think the longer they take to develop content the better it's going to be but because we didn't explicitly know when the poll blog came out that this poll blog to nerf certain items particularly the toxic blowpipe is going to determine the release schedule of every major piece of content we have planned, I think the community would have just said, all right, assholes, that's what you want to do. Take the blowpipe away from us. Because <laughs> in hindsight, genuinely, it's not that bad. It's really not that bad. I don't mind the nerf at all. I think it's perfectly appropriate. But I would have been much okay. I would have been okay with it the day it came out had I known, had they explicitly said, this will prevent us from getting mm -hmm. new content. Which, like, they've hinted at because their big thing was, we can't give you new rewards that are worth it from new content, so we can't make new content. Right. The big thing with uh, combat achievements is they don't want to give people a achievement and then suddenly make it unattainable now. Yeah. So, like, I understand it. It's just I don't think it connected with us. Yeah. And now that we're understanding that the nerfs and the lack of content and it's not even the lack of like anti-botting because like we talked about a few weeks ago in our free-to-play episode like we talked about in our rwt episode if you look um we'll post the bit in the range meta because they talk about um the anti-cheating team it's from like mid to late april they give a little blurb about it mm -hmm. the anti-cheating team is hard at work but there's just not many of them right so well, botting is an issue, and somebody's going to be like, well, if we just got rid of the bots, they're trying. Like, so we just, I don't know. I think we need, as a community, something. And I know we talked about it last week, and I feel like we're getting back on the talking in circles train. <laughs> I think that's a great place to wrap this episode up. And to wrap this current conversation, because this could be ongoing. Obviously, we don't know. Like we said at the top of the episode... This is not going to be very current. We recorded this episode minutes after we recorded last week's episode. So, like in the, and like you said, unless something drastically changed that we have to like insert a small segment that says, "Guys, we understand. We're going to we're going to fix this. We're going to fix our episode." Unless you've seen some sort of insert to this episode that says this is changed. Um yeah, we but most of it. it will be most of it will be cards or descriptions or like edits yeah. or like links to new poll blogs or links to whatever comes out. Like we said, unless they're pushing the nerf through this week <laughs> or raids three gets announced, this episode's coming out as it is without us having full knowledge of what was talked about since in the time between episode was it going to be eleven and twelve? Yeah, I think. Yeah. 
This will be twelve. Yeah, in the time between in the time between these episodes, we don't know what's happened. So again, take kind of what we said with a grain of salt. I'm gonna say it again because it's fresh on my mind. Thank a J mod. Hey, call DM back anybody. Thank a thank a J mod. Damn it. And I apologize if I was a little harsh last week when I said go play a private <laughs> server. <laughs> I don't mean to say like you're not welcome in this game if you don't want. <laughs> Like, if you don't want the blowpipe nerf, that's your opinion. You're you're entitled to that opinion, and, like, you can continue to play. I'm not going to tell you you can't play this game, but, like, for the health of the game, for the longevity, we can't just, people, like, we literally, you can't think, you can't think of this game in increments of week to week to week. Mm-hmm. Like, if we look back, this game has been around since 2013. That's eight years so far. And, you know, these topics are relevant. And if you want to see another eight years, okay, so think about this. Like, if nothing changes, they're going to bring back the old school server from... Hey, Claws, Claws, you're getting back down the train again. Why don't you take us out to the break before you start (laughs) just roasting people who hate new content? Anyway. I think okay, this is a good place. We're we're gonna take a break. Enjoy the ad that's been recycled once again. We love you guys. See you soon. How you doing, you bastards? My name's Fortunato. I work out of Draenor Village. I sell the best wine in the whole damn continent. Not not in Draenor, not in Mistelin, not in Gilinor, the whole world. I sell the best wine in the whole damn world. People tell you, you know, you can buy wine for cheaper on the Grand Exchange. They lie to you. That's juice. That's juice. The best wine, the best wine comes from me. Huh? The pirates, they buy my wine. Them, them freaks with the hats over there in Zia, they buy my wine. Okay? You gotta come over here, you gotta buy my wine. At Fortunato's, we, we don't waste nothing. Very rarely do I have wine that go off because it's so good as far as flying off the shelves. When it do go off, though, the vinegar, we're going to sell that too. I hear there's some old man just east of Iraq or something like that. He wants vinegar. I don't care why. In this business, you don't ask no questions. You're hearing this ad. You're thinking to yourself. You're like, oh, I got some buddies who make wine. I could do that too. You want to be a tough guy? Huh? You want to be a tough guy? Make your own wine? Try to sell Fortunato? Yeah, sure. Whatever. I, I dare you. I dare you to outsell me. In fact, I'm going to give you a little bit of a head start, okay? Come over to my place, I'll sell you some jugs. They can be full of water, they can be empty, I don't care. Not even your girlfriend at the Grand Exchange has better jugs than me. I get these bitches by the gross. I'll sell you as many as you want. You can make all the wine that you want. It's not going to be better than me. Come swing by Draenor Village, swing by my wine stand, have a good drink, and leave feeling good, okay? I promise you, you're not going to find any better wine anywhere else. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. friends hello welcome back hope you enjoyed that ad we always do i feel like that's like a script we say we don't have a script that we read we really just don't original and can't <laughs> and can't think of new transitions hi there welcome, <laughs> welcome back welcome back um so yeah uh after we spent the last hour or so bitching about a lack of content and you know, like players needing to do this, JMods needing to do that, Lawerniel being a stupid name, and the economy taking a dump. It's time to get fun with it. Like we have to do a little dance. Time to, do a little dance. Yeah. Make a little love. Get down tonight. I swear to God. Um Bro, we have a fun question. Woo. Michael. What's our fun question? B don't don't do it. My cat okay, real real quick. My cat has this horrible history of peeing on my bed because when I first got her, I had her in a litter box that was, that was, had, had like plastic tin foil underneath it. And she didn't like the way it sounded. As a kitten, she freaked out and didn't like it. Um, and then a few weeks later, like, so that was an issue with the litter box. Then accidentally, I bought her like glade scented litter without paying attention. And I totally changed her litter, and it was all Glade, and she wouldn't go in it because she didn't like the smell. Oh, no. So she had nowhere else to pee. So, like, I felt bad that this tiny little, she was a little baby, she was like six months, six weeks old, little, little tiny baby. She couldn't pee anywhere, so I'm like, okay, fine, pee on this pillow. It was the end of the f***ing world. That was it. I felt, I felt so bad because, like, I was going to give my cat a UTI or she was going to piss on the pillow, and me up and accidentally buying glade scented litter oh, has no. caused this cat to be like prime suspect number one for pissing on this bed oh no because every time she goes up there if you watch me do it on stream too i'll just like look over and be like what are you doing she's laying on the bed looking at my backpack so like she's obviously not peeing but like it only takes a few minutes of me not paying attention it can for happen. her to be like oh he oh he hates me well, it takes a few minutes because she's she's a dick, <laughs> and she's perfect, and she knows it. She knows that she's both. Aww. So so cute. Sorry if I keep if I keep looking over. I'm sorry. I'm not like distracted by something else. I just want to keep tabs on the bed pisser. Fun question. <laughs> do you want me to introduce her, or do you want to talk about this one? Uh, you know what i I want you to introduce it, okay? Because I have an idea. Of what I'm going to say, but I still want you to introduce Okay, me. so we've talked about how much this game requires longevity. Like, there's certain things, not to get into what we just talked about, this is a fun segment, so we're going to have fun, but along those same lines, but totally unrelated, in a world where old school RuneScape and RuneScape as a whole is gone. 
It is not like it is. It has been deleted from dun, the internet. Done. 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 Dun, dun. We're trying to make this fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> so RuneScape's not here anymore. You can't play RuneScape. What are you going to play, Oxy? What game is in your library that could suddenly replace RuneScape for you? Suddenly would be hard. So if I like looked at my Steam library, I've got the big three for me would probably be Ark, Survival Evolved, Planet Zoo, and Jurassic World Evolution. Because I love park builders, I love animals, I love dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. If not made apparently obvious by the fact that I listed those games. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to take the fun question to a super dark place. Oh. I don't like it. Dark um, fun. I would, I think, I think I would just have a horrible time. Not have a horrible time playing video games, but like, it wouldn't bring me nearly as much joy as it does. Mm-hmm. Because a big part of this game is being social and like, Obviously, before I really get into old school RuneScape, I was a big Xbox player. And before I started streaming, I really only played Xbox with my best friend, my best friend Owen. Uh, he and I played hours and hours and hours, like for forever. I think since we were like freshmen or sophomores in high school, mm-hmm. he got an Xbox 360 and I had one too. I think he got it for like his birthday freshman year or something like that, his Xbox. And that just started, like, every day for, like, nine years we played Xbox together, which was a lot of fun. Even when I first started streaming, Owen was super prevalent in the streams. Mm -hmm. But between me going to graduate school and having my whole lifestyle change because I'm now in grad school, and Owen has, like, a real job and a wife and is, like, an adult TM. (laughs) He's only, like, two months younger than me, so we're the same age. We're both like 24, but he is like vastly more grown up than I am. And he sometimes works midnight shifts. Oh, dang. So like, I'm thinking about it now that like, if I were going back to gaming, like pre RuneScape, pre Twitch, pre like pre anything, I would be playing like Warzone and Pokemon Go and like grasping at straws to find someone because Mm. like, I... I don't know if you guys are all big, like, FPS players. Like, I used to be huge into FPS. Like, I'll always be into, like, Halo and things like that, for example. Like, I'm about to spend a stupid amount of money on Infinite Legendary Edition whenever it comes out. Just saying. (laughs) But when there's nobody online and you're just getting your ass cheeks clapped for game after game after game, it's not fun to play. Yeah. Like, it's just not enjoyable to lose and not have anybody there. Like, imagine RuneScape but you can only do Zalra, but Zalra randomly hits 70s. Yeah. And you just keep losing to Zalra, but that you can't go train prayer, you can't go kill another boss, you can't go train anything. Yeah. You can't go do a quest, you just have to... It just gets repetitive. It just gets... It gets repetitive, and when you have no one there to, like, talk to or do it with, like, it's just frustrating. I feel like a good example of that is the Inferno. Like, if you only could do the Inferno... (laughs) You would not want to do it. No. Because, like, if the Inferno has its equivalent in other games. Like, yeah. Nazi Zombies is probably a good Inferno equivalent. Well, it's probably a better Fight Caves equivalent, where, like, it starts off easy and gets progressively more difficult. Right. But, like, if you have a few bad games as zombies, or, you know, you don't make it to Jad a couple times, you just don't want to play that game anymore. Mm-hmm. 
and I don't know, I just feel like like had RuneScape never existed, I feel like I would be far lonelier than I am now. But I think if RuneScape tomorrow, Jagex were I think if the Carlisle group just disbanded Jagex and the game shut down tomorrow, it would just be a lot of like awkwardly bouncing between games and like you know, I downloaded a PS2 emulator the other day, so like I've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist of the Roses. Nice. With an Xbox controller that I plug into my PC. <laughs> and I've been playing an emulated PlayStation 2 <laughs> game. Um, nice. So, like, I, I don't know. I would be probably in the clan's voice chat playing whatever the hell came up that mm-hmm. day. So I think... I, sorry to take the fun question and make it dark and sappy at the same time. But, like, yeah, without RuneScape... I don't want to say I would be lost. I would just be far more sporadic in what games I play, which could be fun. Yeah, but yeah, I play other games. You play other probably games. play more Pokemon. I play. I would probably play more Pokemon Snap too. But like, I've made decent progress in that, so it's been fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. I think mine would be similar. Uh, one thing that you said stuck out to me. It's like you would just game hop. That would be me, mm-hmm. 100%. Like, before I was a RuneScape, old-school RuneScape streamer, I was I was really trying to be a variety streamer. And I, I say before I was, because, like, I'm not a streamer. <laughs> I am a... It's a hobby, honestly. But, like, before I was streaming old-school, I was a variety streamer, and, like, I played Portal, I played, a mod, I played a lot of Minecraft. For me, if old-school RuneScape went away... There was no alternatives, no private servers, no nothing to fill that void. I would probably retreat to my... <laughs> I, have a, I have kind of like a yearly cycle when it comes to video games. I play RuneScape and I play Minecraft and that's about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's no, I understand. Like Minecraft season is really real. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing. Anyone who has played both particularly runescape and minecraft knows that like there will come a time for me it was right before leagues came out yeah i hated this game before leagues came out i was so bored yeah i was i remember we had that slayer skill of the week i did nothing but non-stop slayer for like seven days straight and then bank stood in my full fashion scape with my jad pet at the grand exchange for three and a half weeks waiting for trailblazer i didn't do a damn thing <laughs> and you played minecraft what though. was oh yeah it was minecraft we we had a new server open with my friends Woo! it was minecraft season baby i was trying to build a wall around my village that i took over like yeah. what, what do you mean i remember your streams like you had a gorgeous a gorgeous the greenhouse, great greenhouse. Oh, God, the greenhouse was such a fun build yeah dude. so like yeah if you if you've played both RuneScape and Minecraft, you know that Minecraft season is a thing, mm-hmm. and it comes around for all of us, and it will come back again. It'll definitely come back for me. Right now, I've been so and focused that's okay. On, I've been so focused on the grind of trying to to max. Like I've here's the thing though, if I somehow lose sight of my goals in RuneScape, that's when I start mm-hmm. to falter, and that's that's what's telling me like I probably would fall back on Minecraft as my main game. Hmm. But then another game would get put in the, into that into that cycle, which would probably be, if I'm being 100% honest with myself, it probably would be Destiny. Destiny 2, specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the year 2014, or whenever it came out, I think it was 2014, 2015, 
As soon as Destiny, Destiny 2? Destiny 1. As oh. soon as Destiny 1 hit the shelves, I spent hundreds of hours playing that game. And it was so much fun. Uh, realistically, I got burned by Activision. Like, that's the meat of it. Like, and this could be an entire fun topic later or in segment of just, like, money in video games. But, like, you paid for a game that suddenly became obsolete and you could no longer play because of DLC. How does that make sense? So I got burned. Um, but I picked it back up, picked Destiny 2 back up because it's free on Steam and it's fun. So uh, Destiny 2, Minecraft, and then I would I would sprinkle in some emulators because right now uh, I'm trying to play through Donkey Kong 64 on stream and that's been a monkey. ton of fun monkey uh that's been a ton of fun like just reliving nostalgic times um the funny part in all of this oxy is this is something that we can do now like we don't we don't need runescape to go away to experience everything yeah. we talked about but like it's just so hard not to play runescape i'll be completely honest and be the first to say like it's hard not to to log in when you have goals when you have friends yeah it's really hard not to think about the game yeah which makes us sound like addicts which i promise we are not i'm an addict we like trust me take it take it from the the future therapist here like we function very well in our daily lives yeah no i'm not it's not debilitating we are not (laughs) yeah we are not debilitatingly addicted it's just very much become a it's a very important part of both our gaming hobby and our social life to the point to where like the thought of the game not existing makes us go what the would we do with our days like because (laughs) if you think about it you know the beautiful part of this game is like we always joke about like my favorite way to play the game is to not play the game yeah like I'm going to put the new Swampletics movie, which isn't even going to be new by the time this episode comes out. I'm going to put the new Swampletics movie on and just, like, <laughs> fletch logs. I'm going to watch my favorite game and play my favorite game. You can't do that. What are you, you going to do? You're going to build a house in Minecraft while you're trying to, like, you you work in, like, a customer support division. Right. Like, you can't be, like, fighting the Ender Dragon oh, it's not while AFKable. you're, like, targeting someone. It's not AFKable, no, for sure. And, like, well, like, I can't AFK RuneScape if I'm seeing a client, because, like, you notice in the YouTube version of the podcast, I'm looking from the camera to my prayer training character back to the camera. And Imagine you're hearing you're the telling me about your, Yeah, occasionally. I'm really trying to click when I'm not talking. <laughs> like I just did right there. Smooth. So, like, I don't know. It's a, it's a great game, and it goes back to what we said earlier. Thank your goddamn J mods and beg them for the blowpipe nerf as soon as possible. <laughs> I think that's a good way to wrap up the fun segment, which was less fun and more like thought provoking. Yeah, yeah. As you say, it was less fun and more like, damn, that's that's true, isn't it? Get out of the garbage. We could have more thought provoking fun questions. Uh, yeah, if you have you any fun think- questions, if you think of anything that you just want to ask us. Uh, we're all ears, people. Our DMs and Instagram are open, and you can email us at xpwastepod at gmail.com. We haven't received a uh, an email in a while. We had an email from a gentleman 
that was very, very sweet. You know who you are if you're listening. And uh, we appreciate the feedback that you guys send us. I have got a lot of feedback in the Instagram DMs. And again, huge heart. And thank you to everyone who has sent that out. But Oxy's kind of preoccupied with the little bee monster. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for taking the outro there. Because (laughs) normally we try to do it where the intro person also does the outro. (laughs) And I'm going to give you a little snippet as to why I can't. Yeah. Oh, she walked away. She's biting my foot. She's trying to either climb... If she's not biting my foot, she's trying to get in the trash can. <laughs> she thinks she's a garbage cat. She's a monster. Well, <laughs> well, cool, guys. I love you. Thanks for listening. All of the, uh, literally everything you could ever want. <laughs> all your, <laughs> every time we say that, I think like all your greatest desires will be in the description below. <laughs> Trust us, honey. Everything you'll ever need is down in that description. Go give it a look. But if we talked about it, it's most likely in the description in some form or fashion. Check out Beanie's Customs for sick beanies. Uh, I saw their Instagram post last week. They hinted at like a some sort of hat that they had made. That was cool. Sold it pretty fast. But hey, maybe they're listening and they're taking the suggestions I gave them. Wow. Put a patch on a hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy it. Knock um, <laughs> the garbage can over. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.